0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: Welcome back to Heritage Radio Network on Tour. I'm Kat Johnson, and today we're broadcasting live from Slow Food Nations in Denver, Colorado. Come on down and see us if you're in Denver. If not, listen to us live whenever at heritageradionetwork.org slash live. Um... I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors who are making all of our coverage of Slow Food Nations possible. Thank you to Hearst Ranch Beef, to the Julia Child Foundation, and to our friend, Julie Schaefer. Right now, I am joined by a new friend, but it feels like we're family at this point. (laughs) Krista Cotton. um, She is with El Guapo Bitters from New Orleans, Louisiana. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. So Krista and I met a couple weeks ago at Good Food Mercantile in New York City in Brooklyn. And discovered very quickly that we both have the same alma mater. We War went to Eagle. Auburn. War Eagle. Um, and I got to learn all about your really awesome and interesting bitters company, El Guapo. Yes. Tell us a little bit about it and how you... It, you you uh, didn't start the company, but how no. you came to work with it.
2: So El Guapo is based in New Orleans, and we manufacture all-natural cocktail ingredients. So we make bitters, we make uh, simple syrups, and we also make bottled individual cocktails for hotels and restaurants and... Uh, brides that want it for their uh, wedding favors, stuff like that. Uh, It was originally founded by a bartender in New Orleans who made his own bitters and syrups at a, a really popular but since shuttered restaurant in the French Quarter. And as the business grew, it just became a little bit too much for him to handle. And uh, he reached out to me about purchasing it. And uh, at first, I was a little intimidated. Uh, my background is in advertising and also in the liquor industry. But at first, I kind of just felt like uh, it might be a little bit too much for me to handle. But after looking at the numbers and uh, talking to my family, uh, my dad said if I don't do it, he was going to. So uh, here we are with a, with a bitters company in New Orleans.
1: Okay, so talk a little bit about your dad, because he's kind of the one who gave <laughs> you this background, right?
2: Yes. So my dad is a real estate guy by trade. Uh, he lives in Georgia. He is hilarious. But um, back in 2007, when I was at Auburn, he, he read an article in the Wall Street Journal about a man who had a craft distillery in Atchison, Kansas. And uh, at the time, he showed the article to all of his friends, and he said, you know, I really think I'm going to do this, and we all said, no, you're not, you're just having a midlife crisis, you're crazy, but he did it. So, uh, the last two years at Auburn, I spent working with him, uh, learning a lot about licensing, coding, permitting, uh, the distribution side of the liquor industry, the TTB, all sorts of fun stuff, uh, and now, uh, my family has a craft distillery that is distributing about 10,000 cases a year. It's based in America's Georgia, it's called 13th Colony. Uh, Shout out to them. And uh, my sister runs it. Uh, We have a great team of people in America that uh, have gotten it to be what it is today. And that's sort of how I got my background and how I sort of ended up doing this.
1: What sorts of things were you able to take from that background and, and translate into a bitters and syrups company?
2: So I think the main thing is just the inside knowledge of distribution and how um, rights work from state to state. Every state is different. Uh, and it's it's a lot of ground to cover as far as just knowledge of um, what states allow what products and how it all kind of fits together. Uh, we're lucky that we're non-alcoholic so we can either take, um, take advantage of the TTB distribution system which we do uh, currently in five states or we can self-distribute which we do in 17 other states. Uh, we're currently talking with new distributors New York and Texas. Uh, So we're expanding and we're we're going to start taking advantage of more of those TTB relationships, but I definitely think that uh, I hit the ground running a lot faster than I would have been able to had I not spent a pretty significant amount of time starting a distillery.
1: I want to talk a little bit about your product line. So let's start with bitters. What are some of your more popular (laughs) bitters flavors?
2: So we're known for our chicory pecan bitters. Uh, Those won a Good Food Award in San Francisco this past January. They are made with local congregation coffee and organic Louisiana pecans that we pick up from Inglewood Farms. Um, And we turn those into coffee and pecan bitters that are excellent. Um, This year, New Orleans turns 300, so it's our tricentennial anniversary. Uh, And we decided to barrel age our chicory pecan bitters in a barrel that we got from Old New Orleans Rum, which is New Orleans' oldest distillery. So we aged those for about 60 days and the products, we put extra cardamom, extra vanilla uh, and made a really fantastic aged bitter. So those are currently my favorite, Uh, but we do have a lot of other interesting product offerings. Our cucumber lavender bitters are great with gin drinks and uh, right now we're really enjoying our summer berries bitters, which are made with local Louisiana strawberries, blueberries and blackberries. And we actually have the all of those are here in Denver to sample. So come on over to the Taste Marketplace and try them all.
1: Yeah. And this is your first, um, first year at Slow Food Nations, right? Yes. So we're very excited to be here.
2: We actually found out about this from the people at the Good Food Awards. Uh, so we... We're in San Francisco. We've done Portland and New York with the Good Food Awards, and we feel like they are—they have excellent taste—and they let us uh, and asked us if we would consider doing this, and we said yes, and here we are.
1: So I'm curious how, um, over in the Taste Marketplace, how are you kind of serving your bitters to people?
2: <laughs> so we just do it a la carte. We put all the bitters and syrups out on the table. We have tasting cups, and we come with a little Pellegrino, and you can mix and match to your heart's content, make your own mocktail, find the combination you like the best, and uh, we have everything for sale. Then we also have these little uh, DRAM bottles that are individual samples that you can just take as some yap to try at home. Uh, we have our crawfish boil bitters that make an excellent Bloody Mary, and then we have our
1: chicory pecan, which is our most popular product. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so one, once you get back from Denver, what are some of the next events you have coming up and what, what are some of your future <laughs>
2: plans? So fun, uh, funny you should ask, uh, we actually decided to drive to Denver uh, sort of... Game time decision uh, so that we could have our Bernie's Mountain Dog with us and ha- ha- make like a long weekend out of this. Who's here with us right now? Yes, and he's actually being interviewed as well. He's just really quiet today. <laughs> um, but so we drive home and are immediately thrown into Tales of the Cocktail, which is the largest cocktail convention in the world. So uh, we'll get home at Monday at midnight, I believe, and our first event is Tuesday at 11 a.m. So uh next week will be very interesting but we're very excited i uh, will participate in the meet the distillers event which happens in the french quarter every year uh, we're in the Bitters marketplace which is inside the hotel monteleon uh, we have a lot of great partnerships with local distilleries happening but it's a week of a lot of fun but also straight chaos so uh, i'm looking forward to my vacation from my vacation at the end of Tales.
1: <laughs> that is like one of the Undoubtedly biggest events of the year as far as that industry.
2: It's the biggest convention in the summer in New Orleans, and it's the largest cocktail convention in the world. So... I don't know the exact figures. Uh, I need Caroline Rosen here to help me out with that. But uh, bartenders from all around the world fly into New Orleans to do this. Distributors, distillers, um, all different representatives from different distributors around the country. Uh, It's a great opportunity to connect with people, but it's also a great opportunity for um, different people who come that aren't in the industry to taste your products and learn more about what you do. So it's it's probably seventy percent industry, but there are a significant amount of people who come who are just interested in cocktails and want to learn more. and they're not involved in the industry at all, and I think that's
1: great. Awesome. All right, Krista, well, we're almost out of time. Perfect. Um, but I wanted to just ask, if there's anything else about slow food this weekend that you're really looking forward to or anything about being in Denver that you're really excited about?
2: Uh, well, we do love Denver. We watched Poppy Tuker and Alon do their tasting this morning, and it was fabulous. Uh, we're probably most excited about the food. Uh, we had an excellent dinner last night inside Union Station, and we plan to go to Acorn tonight to uh, just very good. soak up the source. We love the source here. Uh, But really just hanging out. Uh, We would like to go to Bottle Shop 33. They're our local uh, purveyor that has all of our products available. But just hanging out and having a good time and enjoying being in non-humidity. That's true. It's very important. <laughs> uh, and uh, just quickly, where can people learn more about El Guapo Bitters? So if you go to elguapobitters.com, that's E-L-G-U-A-P-O-B-I-T-T-E-R-S.com, or follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at El Guapo Bitters.
1: Well, Krista Cotton, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me again. And we will see you in San Francisco or New York or Yay. New Orleans or wherever it may be Yes. Um, very soon. Um Once again, I'm Kat Johnson for Heritage Radio Network. This is our coverage of Slow Food Nations for Heritage Radio Network on tour. Um, Thanks again to our sponsors, Hearst Ranch Beef, the Julia Child Foundation, and our friend, Julie Schaefer. And we'll be back in just a moment with more interviews. Yay.